1: on the tv on the radio and even social media everyone has become a debater hot heads hot takes and lots of hot air are now the norm but only one can be the master debater This is Master Debaters from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
2: And I'm Dennis Foley. Welcome to Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. Joining us this week, our first debater can be heard on the Saturday morning hangover on ESPN San Antonio. Please welcome James Pledger. Hey, James. What's
3: going on, Dennis? Thanks for having me back.
2: Yes, our next debater publishes the Garbage Day newsletter on the entire culture of the Internet. Hello, Ryan Broderick.
0: Hello, I'm back, and I plan to be mean
2: for no reason. Ooh, great. And our third debater can be heard each weeknight on Energy one. Say hello to Ricardo. Hey, Ricardo. What's up? So all three of our debaters will be presenting arguments in an effort to try to win over our judge, who this week is KTSA news reporter Katie Barber. Her job will be to analyze and critique each response our contestants give the questions that I present throughout the show, and along with asking all these questions, I am the show's referee. So if there's something I don't like that I hear, I, I'll i just blow this whistle. That's the whistle there. Uh, so before we get started, let's give our contestants a chance to get to know the judge a little bit better with a question. We're going to start with uh, James. Do you have a question for our judge, Katie Barber?
4: Yeah, Katie, who is your favorite
3: saying? My favorite fan? Yeah, your favorite Saiyan from Dragon Ball Z.
4: Oh, Saiyan. I was like, what? That is a difficult question. But honestly, I will have to say Goku from Dragon Ball specifically. Nice. <laughs> when he's <a> nice. Kid.
2: <laughs> All right, Ryan, do you have a question for our judge, Katie?
0: Um, Yeah. If you had to uh, describe your personal style uh, as one of the four seasons, which would you pick?
4: Uh, definitely autumn.
0: Oh. oh, interesting. Me too. Cool. Good to know.
2: <laughs> and Ricardo, a question for judge, Katie. Favorite
5: celebrity and why? Uh, um,
4: probably Aubrey Plaza, and because she is the human. She's a human version of chaos. Like, I don't know how how to describe her. Nice. And I identify with that very heavily,
2: so. All right, let's play.
1: Opening arguments on Master Debaters.
2: Yes, it is time for opening arguments. In this segment, I will give each combatant a question. That combatant answers the question, and our judge, Katie, will give them the score between 0 and 10 points. They will have 30 seconds for their argument, and a buzzer will let them know when that time is up. The first topic, so who is being targeted in fast food marketing these
0: days? A new report finds fast food companies are spending more on advertising and disproportionately targeting black and Hispanic youth. The Rudd Center for Food Policy and Obesity pegged spending at $5 billion in 2019, with black children seeing
4: 75% more ads than their white counterparts.
2: That's correspondent Elise Preston. The report also found fast food ad spending on Spanish-language television spiked with a 33% increase from 2012 level. So James Pledger, have you noticed a change in how fast food change or chains are marketing their brands? 30 seconds.
3: A white middle-aged man, no, I have not. And I'm kind of offended that they're not targeting me. I also like fast food. I would see a Popeyes ad and probably get hungry and wanna go get some on my lunch break since there's one close by. So it is not fair that they are only targeting them. Like, they should spend that money and target me as well because I also have a short-track mind and sometimes need a reminder to go get some fast food of some sort. So I just think that they really need to spend money everywhere, not just on certain people.
2: All right, Katie, what score do you give that? Zero to ten.
4: I I agree. Um, and so I would give that, like, a nine.
2: All right, so Katie's saying that... These companies need to market directly to James Pledger.
4: Yeah, exactly. And
2: the, <laughs> the woman made He's famous a- for cementing her
5: hair with Gorilla Glue is back. My hair it don't move. It's been four months since Tessica Brown's hair raising gorilla glue incident.
2: Bad idea.
5: While many found the viral video funny, Tessica says at the time it wasn't. She needed surgery to get the glue off of her head.
3: I had to go get it cut. Like I had absolutely no hair.
5: But now the 40-year-old is back launching a line of her own hair products. The
3: spritz pretty much holds like the gorilla glue, but I can wash
5: it up. In addition to the hairspray, Tessica's company called Forever Hair also offers edge control and hair growth drops. Will Gans, ABC News, New York.
2: All right, Ryan, would you buy a product from someone who gained popularity through a viral social media gaffe? 30 seconds.
0: Uh, would I buy a product? Probably no. I think, uh, I mean, I really don't buy a lot online, anyways, but. I also want to be clear. I think that this is a great idea for her going viral these days is basically like rolling the dice and you have the choice of whether you want to roll with it or not. And if you do, you can make a lot of money and I don't fault anybody for making a lot of money off of random viral fame, especially a story like hers, which was kind of tragic and like definitely like not funny. Um, but no, I probably wouldn't buy it, but good for her.
2: All right, Katie scores
4: zero to 10. Um, I'm going to go with a six for two reasons. I agree with you generally, but one, that video was really funny. And two, I can't believe you don't buy things online.
0: Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I write too much about the internet to feel comfortable using money online.
2: (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. That is fair, but I
4: don't agree.
2: The next topic, the World Health Organization facing criticism after it warned women between 18 and 50 to avoid alcohol. The
4: World Health Organization accused of scaremongering after suggesting in its draft global alcohol plan that women of childbearing age should avoid drinking alcohol entirely, arguing it could harm their chances of giving birth. The advice appears to target all women, regardless of whether they plan to start a family or not. Critics calling it sexist and paternalistic. Ines de la Quatera, ABC News, Paris.
2: All right, Ricardo. Do you consider this proposed guideline to be scaremongering? Thirty seconds.
5: Uh, <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. I didn't hear what <laughs> what just aired. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll play it
2: again, but uh, it's gonna be all your time. No. <laughs> World Health Organization facing criticism after it warned women between eighteen and fifty to avoid alcohol. Uh, um. No, don't avoid it. <laughs> All right. See, with the timer once it starts, it it starts. It goes. Katie, what score <laughs> do you give that? Zero to ten.
4: So, I am gonna say. I give it a five it wasn't a total you know argument but i agree with you um and i think that maybe they should tell that to more people because they might start drinking more uh, <laughs> just because Kate. you don't want kids it's like good advice in case you don't want kids so
2: all right well not okay well coming, up, well coming up it's time to get back to work okay. sure. we'll debate that and more next i Master Debaters from KTSA.
1: This is Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. Yes,
2: and now we introduce some head-to-head combat. Kind of. We have uh, Ryan Broderick, James Ledger, and Ricardo joining us this week to compete, to compete to convince our judge, Katie Barber, that their argument is the best argument. And if you want to be a judge, on a future edition of master debaters head over to our website ktsa.com and enter to be our next judge so let's keep this debate going
1: for argument's sake on master debaters
2: so here i will give all three contestants the same question they will each take a turn presenting their argument on that topic after they all take their 30 seconds to respond our judge will then give each of them anywhere from zero to 20 points for their responses The first topic it was a good day for gun owners in texas thursday what the the
0: people behind me did they built a complete barrier around gun rights in the state of texas and today i'm signing seven laws that protect Second Amendment rights in the Lone Star State.
4: Governor Greg Abbott and several members of the Texas legislature and the NRA convened at the Alamo to sign seven bills into law. The bills included several gun rights measures like constitutional permitless carry and naming Texas a Second Amendment sanctuary state.
5: Second Amendment
0: rights are under assault. The government officials are saying, heck yes, government is coming to take your guns, Texas will not let that happen.
4: The new laws will go into effect on September 1st. At the Alamo, Katie Barber, KTSA News.
0: All right,
2: so is this news story a good news story or a bad news story? We're gonna start with James Pledger, 30 seconds.
3: It can be a little bit of both, but I do have an issue with some of the laws that were brought in, like the permitless carry and stuff like that. I love guns, I have guns myself, I live in Texas. But I don't need to see people brandishing weapons publicly without a permit to carry them or anything like that. So it, in essence, it's bad. Plus, I think there are more things he could have done at it. Like, I don't know, maybe fix the power grip, which has had several incidents over the past four months here in San Antonio. Uh,
2: Ryan Broderick, is this a is this news story a good news story or a bad news story? 30 huh. seconds.
0: I think it's absolutely deranged. Um, I am, I'm probably as like lefty socialist as you can get. Uh, Although interestingly enough, I did shoot a gun for the first time this year and turns out I'm actually pretty good. Um, And I definitely have a newfound respect for guns after using them. And I, that means I especially think this is bad news because like, I was with an instructor for several hours and don't feel comfortable being around guns without one and I could not imagine just an entire state full of people who feel like they could just carry a gun around without any sort of perimeter training. <laughs> no, thank you
2: <laughs> all right, Ricardo, is this news story a good news story or a bad news story? thirty seconds
5: um I'm indifferent I've never owned a gun I've never shot a gun, but based off of um you know events that happen around the country and in the world um i would have to say it's bad take the guns away
0: Hell yeah. take them away <laughs> take them away <laughs> good answer good answer i win
2: <laughs> all right before i go to the judge katie KTSA news reporter, Katie Barber. The question was, is this news story a good news story or a bad news story? And you all missed an opportunity to pander to our judge, the reporter herself. <laughs> so, Katie, does that hurt their score? Does it help their score? How do you rank them all negative uh, zero to 20? What points you want to give out? <laughs>
4: um, I cringed up hearing my own voice, but I always do that. Uh, (laughs) so it didn't it didn't take away any points but uh and so i'm gonna go from bottom to top is that okay yeah okay so i'm gonna go with i i i I didn't partially agree or disagree really with anybody um but ricardo i gave you a 12 because i i I do like the indifference but i don't want to see the civil war that would break out if we took the gun um right, right, right. I, I would have to do so much more work than i'm doing already <laughs> and she's doing
2: a lot already so yes
3: i can verify that this has a flag that says come and take it yeah yeah uh True. james
4: i'm gonna give you a 15 i just feel like i couldn't give anybody a perfect score um because i agree with you that uh they could have done some other things than these gun laws like the power grid and stuff for sure and then i'm most in agreement with ryan i gave him an 18. y'all we were pretty close it's hard for me i feel too mean giving you guys wildly different <laughs> scores so um but yes yeah, so i agreed most with uh with ryan i am not anti-gun i just and like ricardo i've never had a gun or shot a gun
5: I just don't get the hype. I don't get it. Yeah. But you know what, pa, and, and and I'm sorry to all the Maybe listeners, this, on this show, I was in California for seven years, so there's that. Yeah. And also, I mean, you
2: all- I just moved back. You all totally whiffed on the question itself, but that's okay. I will forgive you all for that.
0: The judge is <laughs> the in the control. Oh I said it was a bad news good. story. Not that she reported it badly, but it was a scary thing. It's a very scary story. See, see, now you're trying to spin things
2: a little bit here. i I know what you're up to, Mr. Broderick. I
0: keep an eye on you. I would, I would argue that in journalism, the bad stories are the good stories. Oh,
2: see, now, now Ooh. we're starting to, we're starting to go down a like a philosophical path right now. <laughs> think about it that way our next topic feeling like you're experiencing streaming service overload
3: seven is the number that a british research group says tips it in at too many streaming services for most people omdia found consumers will subscribe to up to seven services before they get tired of juggling all those usernames and passwords implications for the industry include streamers teaming up to keep subscribers in the fold it could also be harder for new streamers to break in Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. We're
2: going to start with Ryan. Are there, uh, what number, in your opinion, are there too many streaming options and what would be your limit? 30 seconds.
0: Okay, so if we're only going to talk about like streaming services of one kind, in terms of like audio, I'm only Spotify. I pay for it. It's great. I don't feel bad about it. I wish obviously musicians got a bigger cup, but we'll leave it there. In terms of like video streaming services, I have uh, a bunch right now. And I feel like once I cross over three, I'm like, okay, one's gotta go, because really, truly, like, is anyone really feeling good about paying for Hulu? Like, you know, (laughs) they just start to get worse once you get out of like the realm of Amazon, Disney, and Netflix.
2: All right, Ricardo, uh, how HBO? How many streaming
5: options or services are too many? Thirty seconds um i i also stick to spotify um i pay for it i love it and um i guess too many streaming services it would be getting close to like the five range as far as streaming video um obsessed with discovery plus um so i think anything more than yeah like getting three closer to five that's too many I need to make my arguments longer.
2: <laughs> no. James oh, Bledger, how many streaming services are too many? 30 seconds.
3: I don't think it's really too many. Like, it, too many to own yourself? Sure. But in terms of having the options, I don't think there's a number you can put on that because everybody has different tastes. I have five video streaming services and two audio ones i do spotify like y'all and pay for it and i do uh pandora and when it comes to my video streaming services i need my disney plus so i just bundled that with the espn plus and hulu with hulu i get archer with disney plus i get all my star wars and marvel stuff and then i have netflix and amazon prime
2: i feel like i'm the odd man out being not a spotify subscriber but uh katie uh what scores you want to give me zero to twenty.
4: 0 to 20 okay so um i'm gonna say james gets a 20 just because i also have all those things but i was very upset to hear no one bring up crunchyroll or funimation i might oh Uh, Oh, yeah that's okay nobody lost points for that um i also pay for spotify so i would say 20 18 15. 18 for ricardo 15 for ryan
2: Okay, next just because what?
4: i am I have a higher threshold for wanting to to watch my shows without i just paying for it but not torrenting them so
2: okay. <laughs> Next topic, after more than a year of working from home, many Americans are feeling anxious about going back to the office.
0: Some Americans are quitting their jobs rather than returning to the office. You're going to have people at work that are expressing anxiety. Jerry Halverson with Rogers Behavioral Health in Milwaukee is working with companies on how to get workers back to the office, or not. What we've been recommending, just like any other anxiety provoking stimuli, we don't have people coming in all at once, you know, coming in a little bit at a time, have kind of a gradual transition back in. Many workers say they were just as productive at home, if not more so. They're still worry about whether you could become infected, and companies will have to balance those concerns.
2: That's CBS's Cam McCormick. So, Ricardo, we're going to start with you. Should people feel anxious going back to the office? 30 seconds.
5: Um, I don't know if they should feel anxious going back to the office. I know that I personally uh, cannot work from home. Um, clearly my ADHD is terrible. Uh, so if I'm at home, (laughs) I didn't even hear the first question. Um, so if I'm at home, there's no way I'm focusing or getting work done. So like myself, uh, I would get anxious and getting back to the office. Um, that doesn't mean it's the same for everyone. I've met others who prefer being home and get more work done at home. So, uh, should they be anxious? I don't know.
2: James 30 seconds.
3: I'm so tired of the anxious and we can't go back to work, like go back to work. And if you don't want to work, then don't work. Like an office has the right to have you in to do their work. And I know some people complain about having to come back to the office, but that's part of being in a job or a brick and mortar. If you want to work from home, find a job that allows you to do that. But The the whole fact that a bunch of people lost their job, and if you're so good enough to have one, you should be able to amend to whatever they need. All right,
2: Ryan, your 30 second argument.
0: I think jobs are completely broken. I think the pandemic gave us a moment to realize how absolutely screwed up and miserable working in America is. Burn it all down, destroy all the offices, don't go back. There's absolutely no reason. Slack is a prison. Like, there is no reason to go back to work in the way we went to before the pandemic. Production in America went up 15% as people got high and had sex during the workday. That's like a legitimate survey that was done a couple weeks ago. There is no reason to have jobs the way they were. It's a waste of time and a waste of your life. Bosses can cry all they want on Twitter. I don't care.
2: Well, I'm going to post that on Twitter then. Uh, so, uh, Katie, <laughs> what score did <are> you give me? <laughs> Zero to 20. <laughs> um,
4: I really liked Ryan's stats. So he gets twenty points. <laughs> yeah, he brought
2: the uh, research.
0: I know. Just reported then, a story about this the other day, so it was on my it was on right, my yeah. mind. <laughs> uh, and
4: so, and then Ricardo, I also have ADHD, so you got fifteen points because I didn't listen to the rest yes. of your argument. And James, I'm sorry, you got ten points because I like I like the idea of people working from home if they want to work from home.
2: But oh.
4: I admire your gumption.
2: All right. Well, coming up, our debaters, they have a few things they want to talk about. We're going to hear what they have to say and what their competitors think about that next. I'm Master Debaters from KTSA.
1: (laughs) This is Master Debaters from 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
2: I'm Dennis Foley. Joining us this week, we have James Pledger, Ryan Broderick, and Ricardo all working to coerce our judge, KTSA news reporter, Katie Barber, to give them more points than their fellow competitors. Let's keep this debate mm-hmm. going.
1: State your case on Master Debater.
2: All right, so our competitors, before the show came in with a topic they wanted to talk about, the case they wanted to present to our judge, they would get 60 seconds to do so. During those 60 seconds, If the other combatants wish to challenge they'll get 30 seconds after the case is done being presented after those challenges the original presenter will get 30 seconds of their own to address their challengers if they change the topic from what they had sent in before the show automatic five point penalty it may be worth it may not be worth it it's up to them so there are also more points at stake in this segment Our judge can now give up to 20 points or can take away up to 20 points from anyone, whether they made the original argument, challenged, or just chose to stay quiet. So our points leader right now, do you guys want to guess who the points leader is at this point in the show? Ryan. It is Ryan. So, Ryan Broderick, you get to start with your 60-second arguments.
0: Okay. I absolutely hate... Twitter trending topics, Twitter moments, and especially all of the text that's underneath them. I think that the people that write the things that you see when a thing is trending, like describing what it is, uh, aren't, aren't good. And I think it's very bad in general. And I think it makes people angry and I think it's supposed to make people angry. Like I think the entire trending interface on Twitter is writing things in such a way to just piss everybody off. And, it, and they're not even very good at describing what's happening. For instance, I just opened mine right now. And the number seven trending topic in America is integration test email. HBO Max customers are reporting they have received a message titled integration test email number one. What is that? Like, what are we doing here? Like, get rid of all of it. Or just like bring in people who can actually tell me what's going on on that website. Because right now, you open your phone in the morning, you're bombarded with nonsense, and you're angry like all day. It's crazy. Just come
2: on. All right, James Pledger, 30-second challenge.
3: You've got to be kidding me. Your Twitter is way different from mine because I open it up and I see Dave on FFX starts tonight on Hulu. Uh, You got White Sox Astros trending and Dirk. And now I got to go see why Dirk is trending because obviously it's Dirk Nowitzki. And then it has Anthony Mackie on those Sam and Bucky romance rumors playing the sensitive masculine hero. I don't know what yours is about, but when I see stuff like that, I got to click on it and find out why. Plus trending is kind of how I figure out, like if I see an older actor or actress trending for some reason, I'm worried that I might have missed somebody died.
2: All right, Ryan, your 30 second rebuttal.
0: Yes, you have proved my point. All of that is bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it, it doesn't work. It doesn't function, especially when you see an older actor's name trending and they're not dead. It's just like a very bad way of understanding information. And I think it also really screws up the way like Americans understand things, because like the whole country is kind of run by Twitter right now and everyone's miserable. Like we got to we got we to gotta break out of the, the Twitter jail. Like it's just it's maddening. It's too much.
2: All right, for the record, I also did get that HBO Max email. But uh, Katie, what scores you want to give everyone? <laughs> negative 20 to 20, um, whether they chose to argue or if your Ricardo didn't choose to make an argument.
4: <laughs> well, I'm not going to take away points for not arguing. Um, mostly because, well, okay. So I gave Ryan originally 10 points because I don't really care about Twitter t- trending topics. I don't even look at them. I'm not even lying. Um, I just open my and look at my timeline and just view my people I'm following are tweeting, but I, I liked his rebuttal like this, but I also give James five points for his rebuttal too. Cause I mean, I just think Twitter is ridiculous, but I also, like I said, I don't look even look at the trending topic. So, so not really pressed about it. So, uh, so any
2: points for Ryan? <laughs> uh,
4: I gave him 15 overall.
2: Okay. And for James?
4: Uh, five on that one.
2: And then Ricardo, to zero. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> uh, the next argument is from James Pledger. 60 seconds starts now.
3: I want to talk about sticky substances. Major League Baseball has an issue right now, and they are woefully behind on all of it. They were behind on it with the Astros cheating scandal, with the sign stealing. They're behind on it again with the sticky substances, and now they're trying to make arguments in terms of well, the players anyway, of why it should be let left to be okay so they can have more control so they don't hit more batters or we should be allowed to have sunscreen because we don't want to get cancer and rosin to mix with the sunscreen to be able to get better grip. Like, all of this is just excuses for more cheating, and the people that vilified the Astros for what they did are now trying to – preach that this is something that's always going on in baseball and it should be allowed when no it shouldn't because it's against the rules but then they quote the unwritten rules you just need one big book of written rules and not all these unwritten rules because that's what's killing major league baseball and the fact that you know, the have such an advantage because of these sticky substances led to runs dropping massively and it was horrible all right
2: uh ryan with the last second 30 second challenge starts now
0: you know i'm not a sports fan but like i enjoy i enjoy the entertainment aspects i like the world cup I like the super bowl i can't keep up with what's going on in major league baseball or any other sport and i think things would be a lot more fun if they just made cheating totally fair like everyone should be allowed to cheat it doesn't matter how you're gonna cheat just do whatever you want Free-for-all, like the XFL for NFL, but just, like, open it all up. Just do, like, a crazy sport, and then you can just watch anything, anything you want to do, hollow bats, deflated balls, whatever you want to do. Let's go for it. It's 2021.
2: Ricardo with a 30-second
5: challenge. No, that's wrong. Don't cheat. <laughs> right, here, let, me, let me tell you something real quick for those. I don't even know if the listeners are, like, on KTSAR as – um into the horoscope and energy and manifestation vibes and namaste type stuff. Dude, as a Leo, I'm the most competitive person that you'll ever play with. And if you play volleyball, basketball, football, baseball, bro, you better play by the book. Bro, you cheat. Oh, my God. I'm already getting competitive. No, Ryan, that's wrong.
2: All right, uh, James, uh, James Pledger, your 30-second rebuttal.
3: Ricardo's right I mean the rules are there for a reason and these just need to go away like Major League Baseball has dug a hole for over a century now and they're trying to crawl out of it and the reason attendance and and spectators and viewership is all down is because they've allowed these pitchers to get away with this for so long that the offense has become so minuscule and we all know that People watch sports mainly for offense, and that's just something that they need to fix and get out in front of for once.
2: All right, before I go to Katie, James, two syllables, defense, defense. Uh, so <laughs> uh, Katie, what score do you want to give for negative twenty to twenty?
4: Um. Okay. So James gets twenty points because I agree, but also mostly just because I sticky substances makes me laugh um <laughs> ricardo gets 10 points because i like the energy that we just got in this, this rebuttal like <laughs> most most leo so far. Yeah, <laughs> it's that leo energy yeah it's that
5: leo vibe
4: and then and then i gave ryan another five points just because just... i like the chaos of oh. letting everybody <laughs> <be>. <laughs> I was, i'm a scorpio like, so
0: Oh my god!
4: Like a cheating, I'm just saying a cheating allowed league that's separate from a league with rules would be hilarious to see. Just like what would happen? Like if you just let them do it, what lengths would they go to? You know? And if everyone's
3: cheating, then everybody's playing by the same rules. That is true.
4: Are they? If they all I don't know by their own rules because they're all they would all be different by definition. Anyway, I just think that'd be interesting (laughs) to see separate of a sports league with rules. Katie, like. yeah,
5: Katie. Yeah, Katie. Am Katie, I, I am won. I winning right now?
4: <laughs> I don't have any idea. I I I don't do numbers. I have them written down. I just can't do
5: math. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm
4: I'm keeping
2: score. And Ricardo, it's time for your sixty second arguments.
5: Oh my god! Wait, um. All right, I'm going to go back into the, what we discussed earlier. I don't know if we were supposed to have these arguments written down or anything, but Twitter. I was actually just thinking about Twitter earlier today. I actually think that entire platform should be removed, deleted, and gone. Um, That's the one platform that I haven't hopped on in like 10 years. What? In like 10 years? Uh, am I done? Nope. No. Nope. Oh, okay. That, uh, uh, dude, that's, that's the easiest platform, especially for our younger teens and younger generations like Gen Z and below that um that in return creates you know suicidal thoughts and 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 depression and anxiety and stress and all these other things for our younger generations just because it's such an easy way to refresh 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 and in your mentions see you know kill yourself or you're fat you're ugly whatever it may be um i was just thinking about that this morning i think that's the one platform that should be completely removed and um just not of use anymore All right, James Pledger, a 30-second
2: challenge.
3: I got three words for you. Suck it up, Ricardo, because Twitter is a great format. Twitter allows you to control what you actually see. It's basically creating your own news feed. So if you don't like somebody, you don't have to follow them. And if somebody gets in your comments, they can do that on Instagram as well. And they can also do it on Facebook. I mean, social media in general is that kind of platform. So you just have to suck it up and you know avoid the hate let it flow off your back and use it for what it should be a news source all right your own personal
2: one ricardo a 30 second rebuttal
5: it's it's easier said than done when you say suck it up because not not everyone shares the same mental health i'm getting a little bit deep with it now like the same (laughs) mental health that we all have right like what you're using it for work for sports I genuinely have love and a passion for kids, and I know it's not as easy for them to see those comments. Uh, and they might not even be in, in, in certain places in their life where they're able to make those decisions where they can actually um, manage what they see and what they don't see. So I, I stick to my answer.
2: All right, Katie, what scores you want to give? Negative 20 to 20 for those arguments or lack of argument.
4: <laughs> so I didn't take any points away from Ryan for not answering or rebutting or whatever um i gave james or so i gave initially i gave ricardo two points because i don't agree with your argument totally I've, i think t- twitter and this and this is where i gave james points is because i think twitter i agree twitter is what you make of it you are in control of what your timeline is full of um and you can block people and also you have these same problems on instagram and facebook but i gave you another seven points because i did like your rebuttal it is it is hard for kids i do think that twitter if twitter is going to allow things like like uncensored porn on it if kids don't need right. to be on it um uh, tech honestly it's like it's not Where's a platform that? for kids for sure <laughs> uh <laughs> but um but i, I like your rebuttal a lot so i gave you seven points and nine points altogether. and i did give james Thank point, you. james james point um for his rebuttal
2: uh how many points sorry uh,
4: 10 points sorry 10
2: points all right well coming up who's gonna win comes down to one final fight this is master debaters from ktsa
1: from 550 ktsa and fm 1071 this is master debaters the show where the best argument wins
2: that argument is coming to an end right here right now we have a battle this week between james pleasure Ryan Broderick and Ricardo to convince her judge KTSA news reporter Katie Barber that their argument is the best argument. It all comes down to one final fight.
1: Closing arguments on Master Debaters.
2: So this is where it all gets decided in a four minute melee. I present a topic and our three contestants will hash it out amongst themselves for a whole four minutes. No more, no less a complete Four minute melee. At the sound of the final buzzer, our judge will give each combatant up to 100 points or will take away up to 100 points. The person with the fewest points will start, or will get a 15 second head start, and then everyone else can join in after a little bell has rung. So, uh any guesses who has the fewest points at this point in the show? Ricardo. It is Ricardo. Can we say it? It is Ricardo. <laughs> so uh, the topic, how hot is too hot? When you hear a weather report and it says it's gonna be, I don't know, 80, 90, 100, 110. At one, what point do you say, woof, it's gonna be hot out today? Ricardo, it's a four minute argument. You get a 15 second head start, which starts right
5: now. Uh, am, I, am I arguing for four minutes? Well, everybody's we going going arguing. Forward? Everyone's arguing. It's a, it's a dog oh, pile, okay. Fight. okay, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think okay, so I think too hot is uh 80 above what? 80 above. Um I'm too used to the It's
0: 88 the Cal- degrees. It's 88 degrees. Everyone knows if it <sighs> hits 80 degrees, that's a hot one.
5: Yeah, and I'm See, I'm just used to the California like 50-60 degree weather. So when I came out here 80 started to get pretty hot and then 100 is just undoable.
0: 80 is like a fall day in the sun, you know? Especially with global warming. You gotta change your entire like thought process here, because like we live in the apocalypse. 88 degrees. I'm saying that's when you're gonna start to sweat. That's where you gotta start taking off layers, especially if it's eighty eight degrees not in the sun.
3: You guys are never gonna survive global warming. Like this is gonna kill you guys because I think over a hundred's too hot. If we're going to get over 100
0: is when you decide it's a hot day is when we're at 100 degrees, you can boil an egg on a sidewalk.
3: Over 100 is nothing like people complaining already in Texas about how hot it is. I'm like, we were over 100 in April last year and you're complaining about 94 right now. Get away from me with that. Like you should be acclimatized to this by now. This is a mild summer
0: for Texas. And yeah, but we're not talking about Texas. We're just talking in general. Like if you get dropped any random place in the world and it's it's 88 degrees or outside, you will say to yourself, "Ooh, that's a hot one. That's what sure. we're discussing. That's what we're debating here. We're not debating Texas. What? We're debating when you say, "Ooh, that's a hot one.
3: But everybody has a different acclimatization. Like when people say, man, it's going to get below 60, it's going to feel great outside. I'm like, nope, that sounds like snow boots to me because I don't handle cold as well as I handle hot. I handle hot better than most people. So over James. 100 is going to be okay for me or when it starts getting hot for me.
5: Question. Question James. What yeah. how where <clears throat> excuse me. How uh where's your what's your thermostat at in your room right now? 73. Yeah. Mhm. So you you don't feel what we're feeling. Because when I went into the studio for the past week to cover for you, bro, I had to drop it all the way to like 65. It was so stuffy in that room.
0: You're in a room that's over 75 degrees. You're going to be uncomfortable. And if you're outside and it's over 88 degrees, you're going to say, wow, that's a hot one. That's all we're trying to debate here. Stop trying to change the topic. We're trying to discuss what is the universally agreed upon hot temperature at which you say, "Ooh." That's pretty hot.
3: But it's not a right. universal agreement on temperature because everybody's body incorporates it differently, and mine definitely right. incorporates it differently than y'all. So you're saying there... that
0: you're not hot if it's 88 degrees outside.
3: No, I'm wearing a sweater most of the time outside of 88.
0: I, I this is you're right. crazy. You're crazy. 88 <laughs> no, degrees wearing a point.
5: sweater. Is, is it even a, de- a debatable topic? because everyone's body is obviously going to have a different what climate clim- what did you call it climate climatic climate
0: are you saying that we should organize against the moderator of this for forcing us to debate this topic
3: <clears throat> well i think that's exactly what makes this a debatable topic is the fact that everybody's going to process a different answer for this exact same topic
5: right i think for me too hot is like okay outside too hot is 80 inside too hot Inside would be like a 73, 74. Well, that's just nuts.
0: What, is 73 degrees, you're too hot in that room? That's wild.
5: How yeah, cold do you want the room? Uh, like 68, 67.
0: Are you wearing breathable linens? You got to wear breathable clothes. He lives in an igloo. I, uh,
3: <laughs>
0: so
2: while you guys were arguing and, and, and mentioning a plot against me, which I did come back to hear, I did run out to the hallway thermostat to check, since you guys were talking room temperature, how, what's the temperature in my house right now? My secret uh, news compound that I operate out of, um, and it's seventy-five on the thermostat. And my oh my, my office, God, my Christ. office is warmer than that because I have all my secret news equipment in here, so it's a little bit warmer in here. No. So, uh, and my office at work is usually pretty cold, but the building is usually kind of cold too. But uh, that's just my perspective on that. So, uh,
5: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how much time we have, Dennis, but how how are you at seventy-five?
2: Well, I normally have it set to 78 during the day because I'm usually that was set before before the end times, um, for the pandemic. <laughs> so usually that was the temperature that I left it at when I left home. Um, what are, uh, what are you wearing right now? I am wearing a uh, ooh, Jack ooh. FM t shirt, thanks to, uh, hashtag, uh, uh our friend, uh, Mr. Uh, Sam I am. Sam? Um, I have a sound effect that I can't find right now, but, uh, yeah, and shorts. Shorts. Okay.
5: Yeah. Wow, that is hot. That is really hot. Yeah. No, no,
0: not you. The room, the house. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting all hot and bothered thinking about Can your I windbreaker. Leave, uh... Oh, thanks, thanks. So, what kind of shorts
2: you wearing? Well, uh, Katie, uh, what scores you want to give them? Uh, since since they want to turn it creepy, I mean, um, you're the judge. You're the one who's in charge. Negative one hundred to a hundred. Do they lose points for that?
4: I gave Ryan 88 points for 88 degrees yes. and I feel like 88 is a good answer. Um, I gave <laughs> Ricardo an 80 <laughs> because he, I feel bad for him for, for having such a low threshold for heat. But Thank I do you. think that for a lot of other people in the world, it is really hard to live in live anywhere where it gets higher than 80, 85 degrees. Um, Especially the you. humidity that Texas has. And I gave James 75 points because he's crazy for wearing <laughs> long sleeves outside, when it's 88 <laughs> degrees outside. But him talking about the apocalypse gave him extra points because he's right. We will not survive the apocalypse if we can't get it together and deal with the heat. So,
2: so that was 75 points, you said? Yes. Okay, well, let's see. You see, I, I was... Wondering, as Katie was giving up the scores, if she, like, if the best strategy would have been, oh, 100, because she would have given you 100.
4: Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs>
2: after
3: the first two, I thought that's where she
2: was going with me. I was like, I'm going to get 100. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, after minutes of a very heated discussion, especially the last, oh, five, six, seven minutes or so, again, depending on what you determine to be heated discussion, it's time to name this week's Master <laughs> Debater. In third place, with 144 points, Ricardo. Why? In second place, with 164 points, James Pledger, which means this week's master debater. With 167 points, Ryan Broderick. You get six seconds to celebrate. Starts right now.
0: You know, There's not a lot to wake up for these days. You know, there's not really much going on in my life. So I want to say thank you to this podcast for saying that I won this weird game game show that you created. So thank you very much. Um, It really means a lot. And I'm not sure if I've ever won this before. So that's pretty cool. I don't think I have. Have I? Have I won this before?
2: Well, I have to go to the (laughs) record. So I will tell you at the end, yes. Yeah. Okay,
0: well anyways, thank you very much. I'm glad that my opinions uh, are good.
4: <laughs> I never said that.
2: <laughs> Still got like that's fifteen all, seconds. That's all I, got, right?
0: I don't have much, I mean I don't really know what else to say.
3: I love goldfish.
0: Oh, watch Mayor of East Town. Uh, it's pretty good. And the record states
2: that this is Ryan Broderick's first win after uh, this is your sixth appearance and your first win. So congratulations.
3: Wow. All right. And you officially stole my first win. So congratulations.
0: (laughs)
2: Not bitter at all. (laughs) Well, that's it. Big thanks to our three contestants this week. James Pledger, who you can hear on the Saturday morning hangover on ESPN San Antonio. Ryan Broderick. We'll keep you up to date on the good and the bad of the internet with the Garbage Day newsletter. And Ricardo, who you can hear every weeknight on Energy 94.1 right here in San Antonio. And a big thanks to our judge this week, KTSA news reporter Katie Barber. Master Debaters is a production of XS Studios in KTSA San Antonio. Learn more about Master Debaters online at KTSA.com. I'm Dennis Foley. This has been Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins.
1: san antonio's home for news and talk on air online and on demand 550 ktsa and fm 1071